This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Steve here. Do you find that the days are just packed? Long hot summers that are slow and with the busy bee soundtrack now seem to be something of a distant memory. Except during Korea Watch. You can't be rushing around during Korea Watch. You've done your preparation and now it's down to subtle signals and observation. I've heard that bank employees are trained to spot banknote forgeries by spending a long time looking at real banknotes. If you know what's normal, the unusual stands out and shouts at you. It's not always immediately apparent what is off, but something is. You just know it. It's often like that with alpacas. You need to know what is normal for alpacas. And then you need to know what is normal for this alpaca in front of you. Spending time just being with your alpacas. You have permission. And I said you had to do it, if anyone asks. Education doesn't stop when school is out for the summer or the end of that final term comes. We believe in lifelong learning. Some of that will be in classroom settings, but lots can be in the barn or the field, or over a cup of coffee. You can even learn stuff online. Usual warnings and caveats apply. Find someone you trust and become a sponge for all their hard-won wisdom. You're still responsible for what you do and how you do it, but as my mother used to regularly tell me about life in general, listen to everyone and then make your own mind up. She never did quite come to terms with her towny son doing the things I've been doing for over ten years now with the alpacas. So what do you know? What feels a bit thin? Is there more knowledge you need or a skill to learn or improve? Always learning is a great mindset along with good now and better later. In the last episode, I had the privilege and pleasure to be in conversation with Jenny McHarg of Fobury Alpacas near York in the north of England. I love Jenny's common sense and inspiring passion for all things alpaca, a business activity that she loves and continues to strive to be better at. There was too much to squeeze into a single episode, so we have our second instalment coming up soon. I know you will both enjoy and learn from it. If you want more of anything, drop me an email. Questions, comments, suggestions. Keep them coming. But before we get back to Jenny talking about learning, I wanted to give you an update on Aidan, our male with the fly strike. He's doing really well and is back on the hill with the other boys. We needed to keep him in for long enough to let the wound heal and keep it clean to avoid reinfection. Daily antibiotic injections and general fiddling wore a bit thin, and he got to the point that he would see me approaching him, and he would stand up and load up. Because I had given him a quick and dirty shearing to let the vet see what we were dealing with, you could see clearly the spit rising up his throat and into his mouth. No, apparently he did not want to come into the stable to be examined. And no, he would rather do without food for now, thank you very much. You aren't going to catch me that way again. The problem with thinking animals is that they can read you and remember your strategies, especially when you try the same thing day after day. We got there in the end, but both Aidan and I seemed to anticipate these treatment times 
with less than enthusiasm. Because Aidan and his mate Joseph, the one with the bloody ear, because they were in closer proximity to the female alpacas than normal, there was also an added testosterone tension. This became challenging when they surprised me as they began fighting, and Joseph was threatening to reopen Aidan's wound. They normally are both really placid and get on very well together. Behaviour will change if circumstances change. Aidan was looking very bright and strong and clearly was moving freely. In the end, the benefit of a few more days of antibiotics and stable time was outweighed by their changing attitude towards me and each other. So, back to the hill they went. Both returned to their normal place in the hierarchy and relationship with me restored to normal. Always learning. You do the best you can and have to adapt as you go. Your strategy and tactics have to stay flexible. So that unexpected event is approaching its conclusion. I wonder what will be coming next. Well, on this episode, what is coming next is not unexpected. The continuation of my conversation with Jenny McHarg. Here she is. In terms of education, that's obviously clearly been a, a major thrust for you. And you've been doing your courses for, for 12 years now. What do you think, in terms of the stuff that you've you've done the experience you've had with the people who've, who've been through your courses. What's the greatest need do you think that people have um, and how can we meet that? Right. Well, um, the, the, the thing which we all forget, and I, I'm asking you, Steve, if you've forgotten this as well, hmm. how, how strange they actually are when you first meet them. You, you know, um, people need their confidence built with them because these long neck creatures are very different. You know, they make strange noises um, and they, they new people, new breeders uh, or new owners um, need to be given the confidence to handle them well, to handle them confidently and to understand their psyche, to understand where they're coming from, to, to look after them better. And one of the most important things that I do tell people on the courses is that um, you really spend time with them so that you can understand how they work, what they're thinking, their body language, which, of course, they mm. use a lot of body language. They do, yeah. Um, and, and really understand them so that, and, and I promise this does happen, um, so that you can go into a big field of uh, you know, a lot of alpacas and you can simply scan it with your eyes. And because of, of that constant input of information, and event uh, immediately you can pick out something that's wrong yeah um just anything your eye flicks to it flicks to it again that's not right yeah and then and then that becomes almost um intuitive it does it's a challenge then to actually teach that to people isn't it i think you're right that the spending time with the animals is is so key um, well, what am I doing? A good job, Steve. I'm a good, doing a good job. I mean, yeah. am I explaining it right? Because yeah. it is a difficult subject. It is. Um, but um, you, you, you have to look at eyes, and we don't use any ear tags. So we've had as many as ninety alpacas without ear tags, mm-hmm. and also under you know knowing who fathers, who sires and dams are, who uh, siblings are, aunties, uncles, and that is a challenge. But it, you, you, you need to focus on the face. And, and then uh, look at them very, very carefully and understand what they're thinking. And then it does, it does come. Um, and then you will have that intuition about them 
Um, but it needs to be worked on. And so that's what I tell people. And I hope that they go away and try and do it. Yeah. Which isn't, uh, here is the answer. And now you, now you know it. It's, this is the direction you need to be going in. And you're going to learn yeah. something new every day. Um, yes. So, so definitely get, get in among them and, and spend time yeah. and, and yeah. learn to read them. Uh, I, I, you're right. I think actually there's a lot of intuitive stuff that I do um, and I can, I can see things. And I, I forget that when I'm talking to people that actually it's obvious to me, but it's not going to be obvious to, to, to someone. This is the thing. This is the thing. And the other thing on the education front that, that we find very rewarding and other people do is the birthing side. Right. Because Absolutely. we come we come from a very, very practical uh, viewpoint with our packers. Um, we have been on three birthing courses ourselves um, held by Camelid vets. Mm. And we, we're always open to hearing from other breeders or anybody else um, what works for them, what doesn't. And over the years, we've put together um, a PowerPoint presentation and um, a thick booklet on birthing. Um, and basically... What would I say to people at the beginning of the whole morning on birthing is that um, we are uh, here to give you confidence to know um, what you're doing when, if you need help, and a checklist. So we, we may have had however many hundred are pack uh, careers, but we fill in a checklist for every single one. Right. Um, and, and that is, you, you know, your, your basics. Um, the vital signs, um, you know, checking for an anus and all the really important things. And also writing down on this checklist um, your observations so that um, everything is written down. So that if you do have an, an issue or, or, or something, um, you, can, you can look back on, the, on this list and you can say, uh, well, OK, yes, it was a very hot day. Um, we took the baby into the shade, you know. Um, all sorts of things are, are written down on that list to assist you in the future. Because if you've got a lot of Korea, you, you can't remember. Mm. Um, and, and also when the when the Korea first suckled, and um, and then again, if things are going smoothly and have gone smoothly in the birth, um, your your instinct, your your in, intuition takes over, and 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 you you tick you're, you're ticking a box in your head to say um, yes. Uh, this career is uh, fine. Uh, Mum is fine. Um, you, you know everything is is going well. Um, then uh, the next thing we do is dip the tummy button for the second time. Uh, and if it's not um, quite really quite warm, uh, we will pop a coat on overnight. Right. Um, so the birthing course, I think um, people have found it just really really useful for the confidence. And I tell people I'm, I'm not trying to frighten them with what could go wrong but they they need to know that if if you have a head and uh, a, a leg just showing and the other one is tucked back um they need to know that they should have the confidence to scrub up lube up and just see if they could just with the mother's uh, contraction just mm. ease that forward a bit because if it's just stuck back a little bit at the, at the shoulder your dam doesn't want a big vet with huge great football <laughs> size hands Absolutely. You know, she wants she wants you to to sort it out so yeah. we tell people to, to 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 give it a go with your short nails and all scrubbed up and and if you lack confidence or don't want to um, then you, you have your vet's telephone number or mobile phone number or whatever in your birthing bag yeah, speed um, dial, speed dial. 
<laughs> yes, that's right. Yes. But, yeah. So, yeah. And then we show them the birthing bag on the uh, course as well so that they know everything must be in place because you have, you know, a, mu- a year to prepare this bag. Yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> we, and, and, we leave it to the last minute, of course. But, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just, just giving people confidence, Steve. And I think yeah. that, that is, has been very well appreciated, the birthing course. Yeah. Excellent. No, that's, that's really, really important. And I think there's there's a lot of th- things there that are foundational, and then you learn some more, and then you learn some more, and you get you, you get the overlays, and you 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 suddenly find that you've just not got a bit of knowledge, but now yeah. you've got experience, and it starts to move into an area of wisdom that you can share with other people, uh, yeah. and and help uh, not just yourself, but 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 others around you. I found very very much. Right from the early early stages, the the alpaca community is just so generous in in being willing to to help and to support uh, everybody. So it's yes, exactly. yes, we, we we all want to do that because yeah. at, the, at, at the bottom of it, we, we we love alpacas and we we want them to be well and and it, it's all on welfare, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. If there was one piece of equipment not necessarily thinking about birthing but now but just more generally there's one piece of equipment you considered essential what would it be and why um well i think it has to be your medicine cabinet because um you you must have things in it um like a thermometer um you know if you have um a poorly career or a, a poorly adult you need to know what's going on. Um, so that that's the start of the of the of the um, medicine cabinet, and then you have to have your blue spray, uh, your antibiotic spray. You need to have, well, you need to know where you're going to have something to wash out a wound, um, or you need to have, if you choose to, if you have an abscess, to wash it out with a weak iodine solution or whatever that needs to be in the medicine cabinet. You need to have. We have we have buscapan. Uh, our vet allows us to have that, which is for a colicky type tummy. Um, what else do we have? We have eye cream. Um, I, I think it's called Orbanin now. It has changed. And that is for um, a conjunctivitis or um, we had a crea with that a couple of years ago and it was very handy. So you have a, a, a base of, of things that, that we have to have. Um, that, that that also includes fly fly spray and all the different fly preparations, mm. um, and we have sudocrem as well. So that if you ha- come across anything in your morning rounds, morning feeding, it's just so simple to. Well, I have a small um, bum bag about mm. um, a foot high, and, I, and that goes on my waist, so that I've got everything there. I've got my plastic gloves. I've got the, any creams I want. Um, so that if a female comes in and I can see that she's got a little, uh, she's a, this, this girl is a retired girl and she's got little blebs that sometimes um, burst on, on her skin. And so therefore that needs spray straight away to stop any flies getting it. Sure. I can just simply, I can just simply turn around and there's my spray. Yeah. Also the plastic gloves are for, if you see, if I see any slight, very slight darkening between the toes um i immediately get in there with gloves on because it's usually fungusy mm. um we, we don't have a lot of problems with mites and sometimes people think this is mites it can be like an athlete's foot type thing mm. i open it up look at it smell it and 
look at the color of it, and then I can address it with whatever I've got in my bag. Sure. Um, sure. So apart from the medicine cabinet, that's what I carry around as well. So you carry around the medicine cabinet. <laughs> a, a, a small version of it, yeah. That's really helpful, yeah. Yeah, and I have scissors there. Sure. Um, and what else do I have? Um, that, that's, that's, that's about it, really. Um, yeah. so, so that I'm, I'm ready for anything. And if obviously, if we have got a problem, um, the vet comes straight out yeah, um, and um, sorts it out. Like a female came in last summer and she'd either been kicked in the eye mm. or banged it on the postural fencing or something. But that was, it was really quite bad. It hadn't burst. Mm. Mm. Vet was out straight away and we saved the eye. Yeah. So it's it's when it's knowing when you can handle it and when you when you can't. When you're out of your depth, yeah, yeah, and it's the same with birthing. We give people sorry to go back to birthing. Now, no, no, um, we give people a 15 minute. We, we tell them to have a 15 minute um, time frame, and if they have a female that has got a problem, they give themselves 15 minutes to sort it. And if they can't, you get the vet. Mm. That's very wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's trying and trying, and then and then having to call a vet too late, and it's just. And in the meantime, you 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 could disrupt the umbilical cord. Yeah. Which then you know we get into all sorts of nastiness there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that that's what we tell people. So that's the medicine box or bum bag or whatever you want. <laughs> that yeah. that is my most important um, thing that I have on farm. Um, so that I can immediately uh, assist anybody that needs any help. Hmm. There you go. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. There's some really good stuff in there that we need to be hearing and understanding and then putting into practice. Thanks, Jenny. Appreciate it. Thank you too for joining me and following me on this alpaca journey. Look forward to seeing you again soon. Bye for now.